All right. BradCooney.com, in association with ACN Networks, is very happy to have on board tonight's podcast show from The Voice Season 9, Blind Joe. What is up, Joe? Thanks for joining us. Hey, 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 man. How are you? Doing good, man. Um, real excited to have you on board. Everything going good for you? Everything's uh, uh, certainly um, certainly changed for you here lately, hasn't things? <laughs> tell you what, man, that doesn't even doesn't even begin to describe it. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's been absolutely crazy. You know, as as a musician, this is something uh, this this kind of exposure and this kind of thing is something that you you hope will happen to you. And I've been doing this now for for over ten years, and this is mm. just outstanding. I mean, the amount of love and support we've gotten from people all over the country has just been phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised at all. Uh, you come across as such a approachable, you know, fan friendly kind of guy. On top of it, plus your talent, uh, big things are in line for you, I'm sure, brother. Thank you, brother. I, you know, I, I try to be as approachable as possible because, you know, I believe that. Uh, I mean, I, I'm a fan of music just as much as anybody else. And, and first, you know, when someone tells me, you know, hey, dude, I love that song you you wrote, or I love that song you sang. I mean, I know how it is to hear a song and go, oh, man, I mm. really wish I could tell that guy that I, I dig what he does, but I don't think he'd talk to me, you know, and, and I, I mean, you know, your fans are in this business. Your fans are, are they're, your, they're, they're your bread and butter, you know, yeah. they're, and, and they're all such cool people, and and uh, if you don't have fans, you don't have anything. Yeah, exactly. Why, why wouldn't you talk to them and hang out with them? And, and I consider all my fans friends, you know. Absolutely. So you buy a new car, man, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't going to do nothing for you if you don't put fuel in it. The fans are the fuel. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's right. That's right. I love that analogy. Yeah, You're absolutely yeah. right, man. Absolutely. All right, so you auditioned, um, you sang If It Hadn't Been For Love. Um, you got all four judges to turn. Um, just kind of. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that was awesome, man. I'm not, I'm not surprised though. I mean, that was you did a great job. What was the? Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, dude. What was the thought process behind selecting that song? Did you did you did you have the? Did you have any other songs in mind, or was that kind of the one you wanted to do? You know, um, I I kind of wanted to do uh, that. That song has always been a favorite song of mine. Um, I've played it at a bunch of shows, and I've played it a million times. I'm a huge, huge Chris Stapleton fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, of course, he was the front man for the Steel Drivers, and now he's got his solo thing going on, which right. is an absolutely fabulous record. Um, but, you know, I love I love all types of music, so I thought about doing, you know, like Travis Fritz or Hank Jr. or something like that. I mean, that's all my my kind of forte in, in the world of country anyways. And uh, that song just... It really hits me, man, because it's such such a soulful song. It's got a lot of heart to it, and uh, and it just it's just cool, you know. It's got that groove and that soul, and the lyrics are fantastic. I mean, Chris Stapleton is probably one of the best singer songwriters that's ever lived, as far as I'm concerned. And so mm-hmm. it's really an honor for me to be able to sing that song on a on a big stage like that. Absolutely. Now let, let, let me ask you this: so when you um, you had you had two. I think Blake turned for you first, um, and then and then Pharrell and uh, I think Adam. I can't remember, but two two right at the end. But let me ask you this: Could you hear? Can you hear the the chairs spin when you're up there, or did you have no clue when you were finished? No, no, I had no clue. Um, all that stuff is edited, but the sounds are. Ah, okay, okay. So, so I had no 
idea. And, you know, at first, you know, going into it, I thought, man, if, I just I love Blake's turn, you know, because Blake's been a hero of mine. For oh, yeah. Time, and a huge inspiration to me. And but uh, and well, when you're up there and you're singing, really, you just don't, you don't care, man. You're like, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> just be funny, please, God. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so when he when Blake said, "Man, you just got a sports chair turn," I was just wow, incredible. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. I, I think I went numb. <laughs> yeah, that's you, dude. Blake's a freaking icon, man. That dude's iconic. Oh, dude. and, and the dude is—he's so down to earth, man, and just—he yep. just, really does want to help uh, budding artists develop. Mm-hmm. And he has a true appreciation and a deep-rooted passion for country music, uh, just like I do, man. So it's, it's really cool to be able to work with him. Yeah, well, can you can you share can you share a few things that he's taught you that really that that just you know, the, that that uh, they're using going forth? He's just taught me that, you know, it's, it's be who you are, man. Do what you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the bottom that's the bottom line as far as what he tells tells me is just, you know what, man? You got it. You're, you're good at what you do. So as long as you can, you know, keep the nerves at bay and just go out there and kick some butt, man. Show, show him a little blind Joe. Yeah, that's yeah. good stuff, man. And that's, I mean, that's so, that's so just, you know, it makes you feel like you're on cloud nine, man. It's so inspiring. Just, it's, it's an incredible feeling. Yeah, that's great. So what about the nerves, man? Were you nervous at all previous, like the night before yeah. the audition? Oh, dude, yeah. Good yeah. Night. I, you know, I'm, I'm, and I, I've said this a million times in a million different interviews, but, uh, I'm not, I'm just not built for competition, man. I get very nervous. Uh, I'm the type of guy that, you know, um, I hit the stage and I, I play my show. I like to be in control of the situation. And, you know, of course, I have uh, my, my songs that I've written. Uh, you, know, you can check all that out at blindjoe.com. And they're all, I mean, I play bar shows, you know, mm-hmm. for the most part. So they're all, you know, drinking songs and fun party songs and stuff like that. And so that's the kind of thing that I'm used to. Uh, and so being on that big stage and, of course, with, with all that kind of hanging on the line, you know, you, you get really nervous. And, and I think that's always going to be there for me mm. um, is every time I step on that stage is just thinking, man, you know, I, I really got to stay out of my head and, yeah. and really, really tear this up because, you know, it's not like playing a show where you're going to be playing for, you know, four hours in a bar and you got a little time to work the nerves out and it's very intimate. Everybody's there and, you know, and you're, you're able to interact with the crowd. And, and, you know, it's a totally different situation. It's very nerve-wracking, very stressful for me. But, uh, yeah. but you know, I just uh, take a couple of deep breaths and do my best, man. That's all you can do. All you can do, and especially, you know, especially the competition on this show, on The Voice, I mean, there's some yeah. majorly crazy talented singers. Oh, dude, I mean, they're, they're, they're insane. You, know, you get people like like Jordan and Barrett and yeah, yeah. Jubal and Amanda and, um, gosh, you know, Morgan Fraser and the list goes on and on. Uh, Shelby Gale Brown, I mean. Hey, uh, you want to hear something crazy, uh, man? You want to hear something crazy? Amanda Ayala... Uh, I was watching the show last yeah, night, and uh, well, check this out, man. I was I was watching it last night, and and when they did her little lead-in story before she 
you know, before they, her audition, I saw where, where she's from, Mahopak, New York. That's where I grew up. I went to high school. Me and her went to the oh, same man. high school. And, and, oh, yeah, and, and, and uh, more ironic, I live in Mississippi now. She sang Mississippi Queen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I tweeted her. I said, yo, you got to follow me you're back, the man. King, you're the, I'm the king. The king of the podcast world. Well, you know, if you could have talked to her beforehand, she could have changed it to Mississippi King. She could have talked about you. Exactly, man. Exactly. So, anyway, she's coming on board tomorrow night, man. So, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um,. All right, so awesome, man, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to her. So, how did you end up on the show? How did that happen? Oh well, my wife and I. Um, well, I, I people have been have been have been telling me uh, that I should go out for this show, and I thought, no, man, you know, I don't know. I'm not really a a real. I don't know that reality TV is is my deal. But I kept hearing it, and I kept hearing it, dude, you got to try out for The Voice, you got to try out for The Voice. So I went online and looked up everything, and uh, and I uh, you know, checked out the website, and I asked Leanne, I said, well, what do you think about this? I said, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be big. I mean, we're going to have to, you know, take one of our credit cards, and uh, we found out there were open calls in Chicago. So, you know, so we said, you know, well, she said, let's do it. You know what, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. We'll take the credit card. If nothing else, we get a pretty cool vacation out of it. There you go. From from Grand Rapids, Minnesota, all the way to uh, to Chicago, and waited in line and and uh, and did the open call audition, man, and, and made it. And that was that was that was crazy in itself. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how many people are at those open calls, man? Like thousands, huh? Thousands. I don't even know, man. I that's insane. I would say there's probably. I don't know, ten thousand, five, ten thousand people. You know, it's amazing. Just so, just to get to the show is a marathon in, in itself. Just, just I mean, you got to get to get past. I mean, because you're competing against a lot of people before you even get to the blind yeah, audition. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's you know it's it's um, a lot like you know some of the other shows out there. You know, you you do the open calls and then uh, you just you just hope you make it, man. It's a lot of waiting, a lot of waiting around. Yeah. <laughs> but she gives me a lot of time to get really, really nervous. Oh man! So, so um, you said you've been playing about about ten years or so. What exactly was it that yeah. that that got you into playing music, and and what what kind of kick started your musical career? Uh, well, <clears throat> I guess uh, I'll, I'll answer that in two separate things here. What got me started in music itself, you know, when I was a little kid was my grandpa, um, he was a, he played in a few bands and mm -hmm. uh, it was an awesome accordion player and stuff and so I listened to him and his friends jam out. Mm -hmm. um, I remember being like three years old and telling him, I, I want to sing, I want to sing country. So he bought me a, a Hank Williams tape that I just loved. I played it all the time. I had this little Panasonic tape recorder that I'd carry around the house everywhere and, mm. and listen to this Hank tape. And so he's like, all right, you want to sing? Let's, let's get you up, up there. So he would bring me to his buddy's place uh, they taught me, you know, some Hank tunes and Jim Croce and Merle Haggard, that kind of thing. And, and, uh, and he bought, ended up buying me a guitar when I was about five years old, uh, just a cheap Sears, Sears and Roebuck $20 guitar. And uh, uh, he, uh, he glued mailbox letters on the neck of the guitar to, to an open chord and then taught me how all the letters felt and what the corresponding notes were so that I could learn that way and 
how I kind of got into into singing and playing. But as far as professionally, um, I always I always sang and played for my friends and you know at little parties that we'd have and, and whatever. And I decided one day that I was going to ask uh, one of the bartenders. Her name was Linda at a bar that I was hanging out with, going to, hanging out at. Excuse me, uh, when I was going to school in Arkansas, if she'd let me uh, play, you know, just they had a little corner stage there and. Um, she was like, yeah, yeah, you can play. We can't pay you, but I'll put out a tip picture and see how it goes. And I played for, I think, three or four hours and made like a hundred bucks in tips. And I was like, well, rock on, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Hell yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, I just started, uh, um, you know, trying to get in wherever I could and ended up, uh, getting out of school and moving back to Fargo. And, uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, and that's that's where things really kind of picked up for me as far as the North Dakota Minnesota scene. Which uh, was getting into a few bars. I had a few buddies that were in bands that helped me out. And, you know, my buddy Brian was a, a booker in, in the Fargo Moorhead area, so he really helped me out. And, and uh, yeah, so then that's how we kind of kind of did that. Man, it's, uh, it's crazy to think back uh, to that long ago. Yeah. I've really thought thought back that far in quite a while. Seems like light years ago at this point compared to where you are now, you know. And you are listening to Blind Joe, and you can check him out on The Voice on NBC this season nine. Um, and, again, we really appreciate you coming in. Do you um? Do you have that, dude? Oh, yeah, is man. This, is this totally live, then? It's not live, man. We're going to stream it tonight, though. It's oh. going up tonight. Um, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so who are your, some of your um, musical influences? Uh, you know, dude, I like I like everything. I have a very uh, diverse taste in music. Um, you know, I, I'm influenced by everybody from uh, from Hank Williams to and, you know Hank Merle, Travis Tritt, Chris Stapleton, and then you get people on the other side of things. You know, bands like Seven Dust and Pantera. Oh and wow. Uh, nice. And then, you know, I, I mean, I like everything, dude. You know, blues, I mean, I like Muddy Waters, I like rap, too. You know, I, I love Tupac. Yeah, great. And, and Biggie, and I mean, music, you know, what influences me, man, is just real music, you know? I think lately I've been listening to a lot of Casey Musgraves. I really enjoy her sound and her style. Yeah, man. Uh, um, yeah, it's just... It's there's so many people, man, and I'm always there's always somebody new. You know what I mean? For all this stu- substanceless, disposable crap that that comes out, there's always one or two people that I seem to find that I really, really gravitate toward. And lately, it's been uh, like I said, Casey Musgraves and Sturgill Simpson. Mm. Um, but it changes, man. You know, it's always something new. Yeah, you're like me. I'm from. I go right from the old Anthrax Metallica days. Um, Meg- yeah, now you're talking my language. Yeah, I mean, look, when I was in the Navy, I used to we used to have a little shift store on my ship, and I used to like couldn't wait till they got the new music to come in there. I, I bought Overkill and Anthrax, Megadeth. Yeah, you know. man. But at the same time, I like Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson. Um, I mean, so I'm like you. I'm all over the spectrum. Right on, brother. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember Jonesing for New Music Tuesday at Best Buy. And yeah. The paper on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Like, oh man, you're coming out. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, Joe. Well, what's some advice you could share with, uh, let's say, there's somebody out there 
in uh, North Dakota or across the country somewhere that's that's talented and they're and they're they're thinking about maybe doing a reality show. What's some advice you can give them? Uh, you know, I guess uh, get ready to be tired, <laughs> and uh, and and you know, hopefully you can uh, endure stress better than I can because I'm not good <laughs> with nerves and yeah. stuff like that. But uh, you know. There's a, there's a saying that kind of floats around that I hear from time to time that I've tried to adapt best that I can, and that's fake it till you make it. Mm. You know, whether you're nervous and stressed and, and and whatever, you just get out there and you do your thing and, and, and love, love what you do. Don't do anything that, that you don't feel is, is you, you know, because mm-hmm. when you stop being real with it, uh, you know, you're, you're losing yourself, and that's never that's never cool. You always want to be who you are. Yeah. So just be you, man. Be you. Do your thing. Yeah, just be you and do your thing, and, and be proud, man. Be proud of it. Yeah. You know, good stuff. Um, you know, so often you, you, you see people uh, on reality shows like, "Oh, I, I only made it this far, and I only made it that far." It's like, man, you know, for every for for as far as you made it, you should be. You should Super proud! Like there are thousands and thousands of people that would kill to be that far on in, in some kind of show or or something like that. So yeah, I mean you're, you got it, dude. Just be you and and live life, man. Enjoy the ride. That's what's up, man. All right, man. So I got one more thing, and then we'll let you go. We we'll both can get back onto tonight's uh, episode. I see they already got two singers uh, that, that that's advancing. Um, all right, yeah. so what about originals, man? You, you do, 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 do you do a lot of your own uh, songwriting? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. I do a lot of, uh, you know, my, my stuff that I have up on blindjoe.com is, is uh, like acoustic country, I would call it. And it's, oh, cool. Uh, a lot of drinking songs and, and just uh, what I love, man. I mean, there's there's uh, some, some blues, some soul, some uh, rock influence to it, but it's mainly just, uh, you know, country for uh, for good old boys and awesome girls that like to just hang out on the weekends and have a good time and you know some of it gets a little deeper and has has a story to it and stuff and uh, mm. I just try to you know keep it real man and just just have fun with it and then we've got some other stuff up there too we got t-shirts and uh, some uh, some blind Joe whiskey flasks nice all that, all that kind of different stuff, man. Really cool, cool stuff that we just got in. So yeah, blindjoe.com is a place to go. And of course, you don't, you don't need to buy anything there. Everything is available. Oh, excuse me, available to, to stream for free. So you know what you're getting before you buy it and stuff. Awesome, man. That's blindjoe.com for all you fans out there. You gotta check out, check out that website and show some support for a guy out there who's trying to, trying to do this thing full time for a living. Um, Joe. Man. I really appreciate you coming on board, man. Before I let you go, show, um, share with the fans where they can follow you on Twitter and all your all your social networks. Absolutely, man. I'm on Twitter and Facebook at uh, the Blind Joe. So it's just twitter.com slash the Blind Joe. T H E B L I N D J O E. That's the same with Facebook. Uh, and I'm on YouTube at youtube.com slash blindjoemusic. And you know what? The easiest thing to do is just go to blindjoe.com. You can link to everything from right there. Yeah, everything's right there. The hub. The Blind Joe hub. Yes, sir. Man, I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you coming on board, man. I definitely want to get you back on for a follow-up as the show as the show advances uh, throughout the season. I would love to do it, my brother. Thank you.
you for having me, man. I appreciate you. Man, my pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me.